Yo Pots. Check out Meet Mitch and Leawood for award-winning barbecue, outstanding atmosphere, and your destination to watch all your favorite March Madness action. Tailgating for opening day? Place your order online and pick up on way to the game. Meet Mitch Barbecue, East 95th and Mission in Ranch Martin North Shopping Center. Did you know a fire department responds to a fire every 23 seconds? This Fire Prevention Month First Alert is reminding you to be prepared by installing smoke and carbon monoxide alarms on every level and in each bedroom of your home. Don't forget to add First Alert fire extinguishers on every level plus in common spaces like the kitchen and know how to use them. Protect your whole home with safety you can trust by visiting firstalert.com and Lowe's stores today. If you're a diehard Wichita State fan, show your support by enjoying a new-look, new-taste Wushock Wheat, the official beer of the Shockers. This American wheat ale brewed by Wichita Brewing Company features a light body, clean palate, and a hint of bright citrus. It's the perfect beer to throw down while celebrating a buzzer-beating three, a monstrous walk-off home run, and everything in between. Plus, a portion of all sales supports Wichita State University. So show your love for the yellow and black with a Wushock Wheat by Wichita Brewing Company. Company. Must be 21 or older to enjoy. Are you considering a remodeling project for your home? While many remodeling companies come and go, more than 20,000 extremely satisfied customers have chosen Southwestern Remodeling over the course of nearly 50 years in business. We believe the reason for our longevity and proven success stems from our processes that consistently drive excellence. From the initial in-home consultation into the design process and through product and finish selection, you are accompanied by one of our project consultants assisting in every step along the way. Once construction begins, your consultant will stay involved in support our dedicated field staff of 32 true employee craftsmen through the process of turning your remodeling dream into a reality. If you're ready to experience the difference a truly professional firm with nearly five decades spent perfecting a truly unique process brings to the table, we would love the opportunity to become a part of your remodeling transformation. Give the Southwestern Remodeling Team a call at 263-1239, stop by our showroom at 134 North Elizabeth, or view our project galleries online at southwesternremodeling.com. Here in Manhattan, every man is a wildcat. Into the corner for three. Yes, sir! Yes, sir! Join us for the start of a new era. Our next head basketball coach at Kansas State University, Jerome Tang. Be a part of the wildcat journey all season long on your home for Kansas State basketball. Wednesday, Kansas State faces Oklahoma. Hear the tip off at 7 on the home of the Wildcats, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. I'm Christine Lisi. Speaking today at the NFL Combine, Green Bay GM Brian Gutekun says he hasn't talked much with quarterback Aaron Rodgers since their end-of-season meetings, but still hopes for a decision before free agency starts March 15th. Called Rodgers a great player, but until the sides have those conversations, a lot of options are on the table. Also said they want what's best for the Packers, what's best for Rodgers. As far as Jordan Love, Gutekun said he thinks he's absolutely ready to be a starter. Green Bay simply needs to make a decision advises ESPN's Bart Scott. Do what's best for you. If you can, if the, the, the best thing for you is to get a haul for Aaron Rodgers, then get a haul for Aaron Rodgers and build around Jordan Love. You believe that Jordan Love is ready, then with these young receivers, it is time to start growing a new young nucleus and turning the page on A.A. Ryan. NBA, the Lakers expect to reassess LeBron James' injured right foot in two weeks to see how much progress he's made, but the timeline on his return is expected to extend beyond that, reports ESPN's Adrian Morjanowski. Suns announced Kevin Durant will return from an MCL sprain and make his debut with the team at Charlotte tomorrow night. 
We all know the game isn't over till it's over. So next time your car breaks down, don't call it quits. Head to eBay Motors. They have 122 million parts to take your car into overtime. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. You're listening to The Pulse with Pat Strothman on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Small town, big dreams, and a young boy the age of 15 had a premonition his city would get seen. Now I'm winning, get sheen in the city of the home of our What's up, Wichita? Good Tuesday afternoon to you all. Hope you're having a terrific day. Boy, it is... BEA beautiful outside. Hopefully you have a chance to get outdoors today. And when you do, take a radio with you, or you can even catch us online. Welcome into the Pulse on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. I'm Pat Strompman. Producing is Jack Johnson. You can find us on the old radio dial at 92.3. You know about that, but you also... You should also know about the other ways to catch us. So let's say you were to go out to the golf course and didn't want to bring out a radio. Well, you can still stream us at ESPNWichita.com. There's a Listen Live link on there. We also have the TuneIn app on your smartphone that you can download, and you can also check us out from your smart speaker. Tell your smart speaker to tune into ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. You can give us a call at any point throughout the show, 316-669-4996. Have that number handy because if you want to go see Wichita State and USF, we got you hooked up. We're giving away a pair of tickets all week long. So be ready, 316-669-4996. That is the hotline. The text line is 316-247-0923. KU Texas Tech tonight. Chiefs gearing up for the combine. Wichita State gearing up for Houston. Whatever you want to talk about, feel free to let us know on the text line at 316-247-0923. You can also tweet ESPN Wichita, Pat Strompman, Johnny J underscore fifteen, or you can send us a message on Facebook. ESPN Wichita 92.3. Also, too, if you want to check us out on Instagram, feel free to look us up on there as well. Not exactly well-first when it comes to Instagram, but we are getting better at Instagram here on the station, so feel free to follow us in a variety of ways. Here on the show today, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Coming up in 20 minutes, we'll have a special guest, Drew Johnson, is the head women's basketball coach, at Newman University, they are making history this week, and we'll tell you about that coming up at 2.25. 2.45, what's the next steps for KU football? Some news released not too long ago, so we'll dive into that later on in hour number one. In the second hour, we'll kick things off with a Tuesday with Taylor Eldridge, our good friend from the Wichita Eagle. He's brought to you by You Build It, Wichita State, Houston, and then Wichita State, USF, those are the two games this week for the Shockers. So we'll talk to him about Wichita State men's basketball. We'll probably even sneak in a little baseball. We might be able to sneak in a little softball. We'll see 
We'll see what we got at 302. 325, some leftovers, a.k.a. headlines, stuff that we didn't get a chance to get into yesterday, and maybe some audio from some stuff over the last 24 hours. And then at three at 345, a Take-Two Tuesday with Jack Johnson. That is our show lineup for today. It is February 28th, 2023. It is the final day of February. I do want to start with this. So the Kansas City Chiefs told you about them gearing up for the combine. Well, Brett Veach, Andy Reid, they both addressed media members today. Andy Reid's great, but I really want to hear from Brett Veach, the GM of the Kansas City Chiefs. Some interesting decisions coming up for Kansas City. You have Orlando Brown Jr. Do you tag? Do you not tag? Do you give him a contract extension? What do you do with Chris Jones? What do you plan on doing on the wide receiver aspect? What about some of the edge rushing holes that you might have to fill? Brett Veach was asked about all of that. So here is Brett Veach from the Combine. Let's start with this, and then we'll have a reaction after the fact. Here is Brett Veach, GM of the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, really just to put a bow on last season, I mean, what an, what an amazing year. And really just looking back on the last five years, I mean, five AFC championship games at Arrowhead, um, three AFC titles and two Super Bowl wins. Um, I don't think you have that level of success unless your organization is operating on a high level throughout the department. So just really quickly want to thank Clark Hunt, Mark Donovan, our amazing coaching staff, you know, two groups that – Seem to always get overlooked, but at this time of year, I always want to make sure I uh, say a special thank you to them. And that's our training staff, Rick Berholder and his crew do an amazing job, and Ted Cruz and his staff. I mean, these guys do so much behind the scenes, and um, they take a lot of stress off the coach and, uh, and my staff and also take a lot of stress off of Pat Mahomes. So that's, uh, that's a big deal for us. So I want to thank Ted. And then lastly, my staff, uh, love seeing them this time of year. You know, last year we came here, and there was a lot of questions about our roster and you know, how do we turn the page? And um, I think when you have the, the GM blue book, it kind of says smart and free agency and built through the draft. And I think I've learned over the years that as you have more and more success, that becomes more difficult uh, because the players cost more and you're picking late in the draft. So, you know, last year we really had a you know, slam dunk this thing from start to finish. And um, it was one of those years that GM dreams of just, you know, everything seemed like worked out, whether, you know, it was the off season with, with Juju MVS and um, Jay Reed, Carlos, and then the draft players from Trent McDuffie all the way down to Isaiah Pacheco rounds one through seven helping us out. So we'll certainly um, be happy to take the uh, the pats on the back this combine, but, you know, once we leave here, it'll be um, starting from scratch again, and um, we'll be ready for that challenge. So with that, I'll take questions. Yeah, I mean, it's an option. It, you know, we went through this um, path last year. And as always, Herbie, you, you know, it's more beneficial for us to, to get something done long term. And, you know, that's why this, this season is so important for us. And, and really, this is a start. I mean, we'll have a lot of dialogue. You know, as you know, I mean, Combine is great to come in here and check out the new college uh, talent. But a lot of the time here, we're spent talking with the agents of our players. So start exchanging information. Now, uh, unlike last year, I think we have at least a, a runway to work with. And, you know, we... We've gotten to know his team a little bit better. So, you know, we're excited to get that process started here and hopefully we can get something figured out. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's a big deal because I don't think we started that until really late in the process, and you know, time became became a factor there. So I think you know that's certainly gonna gonna help facilitate things, and you know, we'll just um, go to work right away and see what we can get done. Yeah, I think the unique thing about Patrick is is he can really play any style of, of football, and, and we've seen it throughout his career. I mean, he can play the up-tempo run-and-gun stuff, but I think, you know, last year was a good kind of turning point um, for our team, and, you know, we saw a, a lot of different coverages, and teams forced us to play patient. But I think, you know, when we looked at that trade last year, I, I think in our mindset we knew uh, you're not going to find another Tyree kill, um, so let's just go out there and get good football players. And the cool thing and the advantage that we had is that Pat can play any style of football, so he can work with the bigger um, bigger receivers and, and play more of a, a, a tempoed game and, and just play the small game if we have to. So I don't think we ever thought we're going to go out there and find another Tyree Kill. Certainly speed and athleticism, versatility will always be at the, the top of our list, but really we just want to collect good football players. I don't think the age one, as far as Tyree Kill, I mean, you know, that speed, I mean, any team is, is going to want that. Um, I think it's it's probably more imperative, depending on the quarterback. I mean, like I said, I mean, the cool thing about having Pat Mahomes is um, certainly if you get him a Tyree Kill, um, it, it makes your team more dangerous. But I think Pat showed yesterday that, you know, or not yesterday, but last year, that he can, you know, work with a variety of skill sets and, and be effective. Good. Yeah, I mean the Senior Bowl is is uh, certainly a very high priority list for us in regards to you know how we come about our process and um, you know Jim Nagy. I mean he's worked in the league for a long time. I mean, he knows what we're looking for and he does a great job of of reaching out to GMs, reaching out to scouting directors to make sure that that game is, is run the way it needs to be. And I think if you just look at our roster, um, Creed Humphrey, Trey Smith, Noah Gray, Kadarius Tony, the two corners last year, I think if you just look at our roster, I think it kind of tells the story of how important the Senior Bowl is for us. Yep. Well, I, I mean, you know, it's funny because, you know, Denver started to turn the corner there right at the end of the season and played some really good football. And now with Coach Payton, I mean, they'll be even more dangerous. And I think Russell kind of got into a groove late. Uh, our division is is really tough, and I think that was one of the things that really helped us in our playoff run. I, I think you know playing you know the Chargers twice a year and the Raiders and you know the Broncos got off to a little bit of a slow start, but I think they played good football late. Um, and certainly, Coach Payton only only adds um, to the degree of difficulty of, of having to get through that. So that'll certainly be a challenge. What was the second part of your question? Oh, okay, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we'll probably, to a certain extent, need some cap space, but, you know, we have a long history with him and his agent, too, so he'll be one of the many conversations we have this week and look forward to getting with him and seeing if we can work something out that makes sense for, for both parties.
Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's extremely difficult. Um, I think you just got to be buttoned up on your free agency plan. I don't think you can go in there and have, um, you know, a set of A, B, C, D. I mean, you have to just, you know, have a plan, stick to it, and knock it out of the park. And if the plan doesn't work, you got to move on quickly. Um, and I just think the level of communication that we have with our coaching staff, because, I mean, you do obviously have to hit on the draft. And, um, you know, when you have a, the rapport that we have with my staff and our coaching staff, I think it just it helps in that process because, you know, I, the scheme and the vision and the fit, I mean, we're all on the same page. And I, and I just think the fact that Coach and I have worked together for so long and, and even Coach Baggs and I have been together for a long time now, I think that continuity is something that has really helped us transition to that second part of Pat's contract where it is difficult. But I think you guys saw last year that, you know, all the rookies that we, we drafted, I mean, were major contributors. So I think it's um, very difficult to do, but I think the continuity plays a, a huge role in our success. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a, it's a huge advantage for us just because um, I think we know what our off season looks like for the you know by and large. I mean it's always going to change, and I mean look, the cap's going to go up now, and, and hopefully now we have have had some successful off seasons and everything's back to normal. Knock on wood, um, things will continue to get better and better and better. But you know the big part or the big piece of that puzzle is something that we have, you know, a degree of certainty, and, and things will have to get changed and adjusted as we go there as well. But just knowing that Pat will be here for a long time and knowing that's, you know, the, the biggest um, pie, part of that pie is, is accounted for, just helps us, you know, focus our attention on the offense and defensive side and not have to worry about the most important piece. Yeah, I mean, we always try to stick to best available it's probably a cookie cutter line all gms use and um it does become difficult sometimes when you have um certain position groups that are you know really deep because you you know you do think you know maybe he's a little higher in value but there's depth in that position so maybe you can get something similar so it's just working working the board and really trusting your guys at the end of the day um you know handicapping teams and their needs is a big part of that and that's where our pro department comes into play in this college process just kind of projecting what other teams will do um but i mean yeah you always try to stick to just the best player because it is a game of attrition so you can sit there and think that you're deep at a, a position i remember a few years ago we thought we were really deep at defensive line and within the first three or four weeks we lost three of them um so you always want to make sure you take the best player Yeah, you know, I don't really know. I mean, it's a, that's a fair question. It's a good question. I mean, on one end, I mean, we have Pat's deal done. On the other end, we'll certainly have to monitor the rest of these deals. And, you know, we have, you know, a lot of years with, with Pat contracts. So, I mean, that's something we'll have to read and adjust as time goes. But, I mean, we'll just see. I mean, all these teams, you know, are structurally different. You know, how they handle contracts like this are different and how they the cash flows are different. So it's it'll be an interesting time frame. And, and you know, we had to go through that um that hurdle there now Cincinnati and San Diego and these teams have to go through that there so um, I'm kind of like you I'm anxious to see how they uh, work their deals and we'll be taking a look at every aspect of, of how they do that
Last question. Last question. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that, um, you know, the, the physical attributes in regards to, you know, I mean, we're looking for good football players and we're also looking for, you know, uh, a room fit, a cultural fit, how they, you know, how they fit with our with our coaching staff. I mean, there's so many things that we take in consideration, um, you know, every year when you have these drafts and, and you see, whether it be a mock draft or, or guys listening on the board, I mean, I think people tend to forget that, you know, there's a lot of dialogue. It's not like the Chiefs like smaller receivers. No, I mean, we like good football players, but um, do they pass the medical? Do they pass, you know, the interviews with our coaches, with our offensive coordinator, with our receiver coach, with our head coach? Is the chemistry there? Do they feel like they'll be good blend in our locker room with our current receiving group? So there's a lot of things that factor into it. And, you know, I think in both those cases, you know, I think we felt like the fit from the health um, medical grades to the, you know, how they interviewed with us and, you know, how we thought they'd come in and catch on quickly and how we can move them around, things like that. I think we take all that in consideration and sometimes there are factors and I'm not saying anything to do with those two guys, but just as a whole, I think there's a lot of underlying information that we have to just be accountable for and sometimes they, they, they move you in a different direction and you continue to just move on and, and learn from each experience. All right, thank you. Yep. All right, that is Kansas City Chiefs GM Brett Veach combine taking place this week. Matt Verderam is in the house. You know, Matt Verderam, we talked to him last week. Matt Verderam was also able to transcribe some of the stuff there from Brett Veach. couple of thoughts. The whole best man available thing. Well, yeah, Brett Veach. It has really been their M.O. They've always said it every single year. And he at least admitted, yes, it's cliche, but I also think it's also very true for the Kansas City Chiefs because last year they were looking at the board, seeing how things are developing. What does Brett Feach do? He decides to pull a trade together, gets it done, gets his corner that he wants out of Washington and Trent McDuffie. A couple picks later, in his back pocket, you thought, okay, George Karloftis is there from Purdue. He's going to fall right into our laps. Terrific. We need an edge. We'll take him. We'll take George Karloftis. And then you just look at all the other draft picks. Sky Moore, position of need. Go get a position of need. Sky Moore fits that mold. You need another safety. You get Brian Cook. You want to add some linebacker depth. Okay, you go get Leo Chennault. You need some cornerback help. Okay, go get Joshua Williams and Jalen Watson. We need a tailback. In the seventh round, let's go with a guy by the name of Isaiah Pacheco, who just so happens to play maybe the biggest role all season long for the Kansas City Chiefs. Best player available. Nothing wrong with that for the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, can Brett Beach continue to hit in the draft? Well, I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago when Clyde Edwards Hilaire was picked. And now he very well could be looking for a, a trade partner trying to give away Clyde Edwards Hilaire. But Brett Feach, look, best main available who's on your board, totally fine. And now I would imagine there'll be something similar this year in the draft. 
11 draft picks, picks to play with. You need offensive tackles, in my opinion. That's what you need. You need offensive tackles. Take a look at the wide receiver position again. Maybe look at a backup tight end. But offensively, probably need another safety. You need to get a interior defensive lineman. If you do indeed trade away Chris Jones, just draft positions of need. And I think that's what they'll do here in 2023. In terms of all the other stuff, Brett Veach saying it's beneficial to get something long-term done with Elena Brown. Duh. I'm sure he would say that. He's not going to say, hey, we're going to dump him. There's no reason for him to say something like that. He did say that the tag is an option, which I'm sure is the best option for the Chiefs. Paying him $18.25 million. That's the tag for an offensive lineman. Last year it was 16.6. So, okay. Orlando Brown Jr. is probably going to get the tag once again. And it, it gives you the flexibility to try to search for that long-term contract if you really want to give it to him. If you don't, slap the tag on and go, all right, kid, make us pay you. Orlando Brown Jr., Got a contract from Kansas City, said thanks but no thanks, bet on himself. His reward, probably another season under the tag. And the Chiefs basically going to look at Orlando and say, make us pay you. That would be my assumption there. Chiefs do need cap space. Jack, am I correct? Are the Chiefs $3 million over the cap right now? 3 to 4 Did I, I read that correctly? I believe that's correct, yes. Okay, I, I don't think it's much, but they do have to shed some weight. They do have to shed some weight. And a prime candidate would be Frank Clark, which is why Brett Veach said, hey, he's going to have a dialogue with Frank Clark's team to see if there's a potential path forward. Probably not, unless Frank Clark really wants a cheap contract. He restructured his deal last year. He'll be asked to do it again this year. Don't know if he will. Maybe he will. Maybe he's happy in Kansas City. He's certainly an entertaining character for the Kansas City Chiefs, that's for sure. And Chris Jones, well, pretty typical. we got to do what's best for the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll take a look at that, so on and so forth. So nothing earth-shattering for Brett Veach, but it's always good to hear from the head guy in charge at the Combine because before you know it, it will be NFL draft time. And by the way, your exclusive NFL draft coverage is right here. ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Later on here in the show, we'll have Taylor Eldridge of the Wichita Eagle brought to you by You Build It. That's coming up at 3.02. But up next, we'll welcome in our first guest. A historic season for the Newman women's basketball team. We'll tell you all about it with head coach Drew Johnson next here on The Pulse on ESPN Wichita. This is The Pulse on Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Hi, this is Blake Davis with Davis Liquor Outlet. And this is Brian Davis with another great special on Natural Light 30 Packs, only $23.99. And don't forget, most wanted vodka, 1.75 liters, just $17.99. Davis Liquor Outlet, each store independently owned and operated. Excludes 31st Meridian. Hi, I'm Capri, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Girl Spicy Deluxe is the chicken. They actually put it on the grill, cooked it in the sauce. It's definitely a good grilled spicy sandwich. Hey, I'm Michelle, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Grilled Spicy Deluxe is it's spicy and it's full of flavor. When you pair that with the kale crunch salad, it's just good. Order a Grilled Spicy Deluxe sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Available for a limited time. Real guests paid for their testimonials. 
Attention. This is a special alert for all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an overpriced auto warranty or no warranty coverage at all. Due to the increase of new and used car prices, repair costs, and the price of gas, people are keeping their cars longer than ever, which is why CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on covered auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can save thousands for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. You could save thousands on future auto repairs. Our specialists are standing by for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-760-8196. Vehicle protection plan pricing is at an all-time low. Plus, drivers who purchase this coverage today will receive rental car options, free roadside assistance, and free towing. Call 800-760-8196 now for your free quick quote. That's 800-760-8196. What do you have to lose? Call 800-760-8196. Again, 800-760-8196. Wireless headphones. That'll be $200. I'll use my Capital One Quicksilver card. Now that's a hit. You used the Capital One Quicksilver card, which makes you the hero of every purchase. With Quicksilver, you earn unlimited 1.5% cash back on every purchase everywhere. I wanted running music, but unlimited 1.5% cash back is pretty heroic. Good instincts. Every hero needs a theme song. The Capital One Quicksilver card. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. What does it feel like to be in Kansas City, the soccer capital of America? To hear thousands shouting as one, to see waves of sporting blue, to hug total strangers, to be a part of something bigger than any of us. What does it feel like to be at Children's Mercy Park? It feels like home. It's showtime in Kansas City! Sporting opens the season at home on March 11th versus the LA Galaxy. Grab your tickets now at SportingKC.com. Hey, Wichita State diehards, there's one more home game left for the men's basketball regular season as your Shockers play USF on Sunday at 1 o'clock. Want to go? Then listen to the Shane Dennis Show from 12 to 2 and the Pulse with me, Pat Strompman, from 2 to 4 every day this week for your chance to win. Plus, Wichita State baseball is at home this weekend. We'll be giving away tickets to that as well. Locking in to Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3. Well, I feel like this song is appropriate for our guest who's on the line. Because last season, the Newman women's basketball team had three wins in total. This year, they have tripled the win total, but most importantly, the Newman women's basketball team is in the MIAA postseason tournament for the first time ever. And the guy in charge of it is Drew Johnson, and he joins us right now on the line. Coach, glad to have you on the show. Congratulations. How are things going? Thanks, Pat. Really, really appreciate it. They are going good here in Wichita, that's for sure. Yeah, no doubt. What a special season last year. Three wins, one win in conference play. This year, you guys get up to seven wins. You went seven and fifteen, and a very, very impressive MIAA league. You guys were able to get a chance to go to the MIAA tournament after you win over Central Oklahoma. Also, got some help as well with Emporia State taking down Washburn in the Turnpike Tussle. So, it's certainly exciting stuff. This is 
what you dream of. You dream of obviously winning a league championship. You dream on of going to a national tournament. You dream of going and winning a national championship. But for Newman, baby steps. And there's no doubt that this is a big step taken for the program. Your thoughts on the season and, and really the emotion of this program being in the MIAA postseason tournament for the first time ever. Yeah, I think um, when we were just even getting in as full-time members, you know, last summer, uh, we obviously knew that this was the best Division II league in the country. And I think people will see that as the, you know, national tournament comes out and we get four in or so. And, um, you know, it really is um, a, a night-in, night-out test. And so we knew it was going to be, um, you know, you're going to have to bring your best stuff every game and you're going to have to work really, really hard. And, and the hope was that you could find a way in year two or three to get in that conference tournament, then you could take some more steps forward. And so to be able to do that in year two um, is really, really important to us. And just a, a huge credit to our players and how hard they've worked and uh, their kind of resiliency hasn't always been pretty. Uh, and the way that the schedule shook out this year, we played kind of a grouping of all the top teams and then a grouping of all the bottom teams. So you had to stay together through kind of fighting it through the tough ones to get to the ones that were going to be, quote, unquote, a little bit easier. Yeah, uh, for sure. Well, Coach, last year you guys had three wins in total. This year you guys were able to triple it. You guys had ten wins in the season. What what led to the change this year compared to a, a season ago? Yeah, I think the, the first major thing is just uh, a roster full of players that are want to compete and they've wanted to work really, really hard in practice, which has allowed us to kind of amp up the intensity level every day. Um, and we've been a really process-oriented group this year. We've tried to focus on what it takes to win, not just, hey, the end result is a win or a loss. And that's been good for us. When it didn't go our way, we were able to bounce back and have great practices. When it did, we were able to look back on, hey, these are the things we did to get us there. Let's duplicate that. Let's replicate that. Um, and so that's been a really good process for us this year. And then I just think, um, you know, we got a, we have a couple of the MIAA awards just came out. We've got a couple on that list. Uh, obviously, having talented players helps, um, and so having a couple of players that can really step up. And we've had about three or four in double figures each game, which has been, you know, a key to our success. For sure, coach, you, you brought up how you had a couple of kids make the all MIAA team, whether it might be first, second, third. I will mention so on and so forth. Brittany Ho. Averaging 17.5 points per game for your bunch this season. Uh, shooting 50% from the field. Uh, solid at the foul line at 66%. Averages six rebounds per game. Uh, Brittany Ho, one of those players from last season. You know, here's the thing too, Coach. In today's day and age with the transfer portal and so on and so forth, Brittany Ho, I'm sure, could have said, you know what? You know, we only won three games. I want to go somewhere else. No, she decided to come back, and obviously she had a terrific season being named to the third team this year. What have you seen for Brittany Hope this season compared to a season ago? Yeah, I mean, I think what you just said there is so impactful. In a world of uh, it is hard to keep rosters together and keep players together, um, her saying, hey, I – you know what, I saw growth and I saw improvement last year. I want to come back and be invested in this again. It was so special to us. Um, and then she's just become a really complete player. And she's worked really, really hard in the offseason to keep putting her game together. But she scores it in the post as an undersized post player. 
She scores it with the elbows when you catch and shoot stuff. She can drive by you. And then this summer, she really added the three-point uh, shot to her game. She shot the three at a, a decent percentage, but then that means you had to guard her all over the floor. And so now she's so hard to guard when we can play in multiple different ways and get her the ball and pick and pop and get her the ball and pick and roll, throw it to her and post up. Um, and she's kind of been the heart and soul of um, kind of what we've tried to do offensively. We, you know, we've spent a lot of time this year pumping the ball into her, and she's done a nice job of converting those. Newman, head women's basketball coach Drew Johnson here on the Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Newman women's basketball in the MIAA postseason for the first time ever. Newman transitioned to the MIAA just a few years ago, and Newman did it. And I think Newman understood that it was going to take a little bit of time to get adjusted to the quality of play in the MIAA and here they are now going to the postseason tournament, taking on Northwest Missouri State. And we'll talk about that showdown here in just a little bit. Coach Carissa Beck, last season played for you. This year, looking at her numbers, things have improved with Carissa Beck, averaging eight points per game, three boards. Your thoughts on Carissa Beck and her progress this season? Yeah, I think uh, when she got here from Butler Juco, um, we knew she was going to be able to shoot the ball. And, and I think last year she shot it still up there, kind of 38 to 40% from three. And she's been able to stay consistent with that this year. But what, what I think matters about having returners is they now know the system. And so now, like you talked about, she can rebound the basketball too. She's also been able to put it on the floor a little bit more this year and get fouled. Uh, in conference play, I think she's only missed one free throw. She's like, 40 of 41 for the free throw line in conference play. And so she's just been able to kind of become a little bit more versatile, and she still shoots it really, really well. And so that makes it so that Brittany and her can kind of be that one-two punch where if you go double in the post, you're going to leave Chris open for three. If you if you stay, now you're trying to play Britt one-on-one. And it's really nice that those are both, like, local, local kids. Chris played at Circle. Brittany played at Bishop Carroll. Uh, it's nice to have kind of that hometown hometown feel. Their parents are in the stands all the time. Their family and friends are there. Um, and so that development for Krista has been has been important. And then kind of doubling down, I guess, on that, she's also been a great leader for us. And so as her leadership role has grown, she's been able to, you know, kind of parlay in that into her game continuing to grow, uh, which has made her have a great senior year. Well, Coach, another gal that to really talk about, a regular starter, Maddie Spagnola. So we talked about some players returning, Maddie being a grad student, transferred in from Quincy University. Sometimes in the day and age of, of transfers and so on and so forth, I was just having this conversation with the head coach at St. Mary yesterday uh, leading into KCAC Championship Monday, and I talked to Coach Kelly and I said, hey, look, you can go out and get one-year players now more than ever. They are so easily accessible. But I think that the big thing is you have to find the right one because you can bring on a player that can come on and average 30 points per game. And sure, your win total might go up a little bit and your point total might go up, but you also have someone who fits the culture and fits the team. How well has Maddie fit this year with this Newman women's basketball program? Yeah, she's been perfect. I, I think um, one of the things about those one-year kids that you talked about is also 
to me, when you build the program, if you can build it with four-year kids and then plug, you know, the, the transfer kid in in the hold you have on your roster, that's how you become successful. And Maddie's the perfect fit. She is uber competitive. Um, she really wants to win. Um, and I, I think we knew that she was going to fit really well when uh, – uh, she's a diehard sports fan just in general. And so if you went to her Twitter right now, she's probably currently talking about the Chicago White Sox and they're in spring <laughs> training. So there's not very many uh, college women's basketball players that care that much. We were sitting down for breakfast when we were recruiting her when she was on campus, and she started talking about Patrick Mahomes' contract. And uh, at that point, it was like, all right, well, she's going to fit just fine into a place where we care that much about what we're doing. And so it's been awesome to see her. Um, also flourish. She's shooting her best three-point percentage of her career. She, she's had her best uh, season of her career for sure. Uh, to be an all-conference player in the MIAA as a one-year kind of plug-and-play kid uh, is, is, is impressive because you still got to learn the system, terminology, coaching style, all that in a really, really, really expedited process. So what you're saying is Maddie needs her own sports talk show on ESPN Wichita. That's what you're saying. She oh, Matt, needs a segment. Talk about Maddie, Patrick Mahomes' contract. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Maddie might have her own sports talk show on Twitter on her own right now, but uh, she she does it's fun, it's fun to talk about, and we give her a lot of crap. She she loves the Bears from from that area, loves the Bears, loves the White Sox. Um, so we try to remind her that now she's here, you can you can cheer for winners now if you want to. But um, it's, it's been a lot of fun to fun to have her. Yeah, that poor thing, dealing with the disaster that is the White Sox organization and having to suffer through the Chicago Bears and their lack of adding weapons for Justin Fields. So, yeah, I imagine it was certainly rough for her growing up being a a diehard Chicago White Sox and Chicago Bears fan. Real quick, I want to talk about one other starter for you, and I always go back and forth on whether or not I can get her name correct. Lauren Debert. Not Dubert, yeah. Dubert. Look well, at me get yeah, that right. Yeah. I always have to go back and forth because it's like Strathman and Strathman. It all depends yeah. on where you live. If you live in Topeka, it's yeah. a Strathman. If you live in Axtor Seneca, it's a Strathman. Well, Lauren, last year, she played in 26 games in her freshman season. She started five of them. This year, thrusted into the starting lineup, being a, a regular starter, a kid out of Beloit from St. John's Catholic, and we all know what she did as a high school player. How well has she transitioned to year number two compared to year number one? Yeah, freshman year is, a, is tough, and that, that's something that I think all – if I had any advice for, for high school seniors getting ready to go to their freshman years, it's going to be it's gonna be ups and downs. and. Lauren, Lauren got minutes and got a chance to get her feet wet in the league as a freshman. And then as a sophomore now, it feels like she just has this presence all the time. And she went through a little bit of a lull where she didn't score as well, kind of in a part of the season. But she's been consistently one of our toughest players. Um, she rebounds the ball great at her size. Um, and she, she will get on every loose ball. She's the first to the floor. Um, and, and, in high school, she's just this prolific scorer, and so she's figuring out now against you know longer players at, at this level. How do you get your shots off? How do you how do you score it? And um, that's just gotten better and better and better. And so, if I if I could give a, a shout out to any player, Lauren has done so well, just continuing to battle, continuing to fight, and, and figure it out. And she's going to walk into her junior year probably played you know a bunch of minutes, played in fifty games. Uh, and, and be a be a really impactful kid 
in her upperclassmen season. Drew Johnson, our guest, head women's basketball coach at Newman University here on the Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. We'll talk about the first-ever MIAA postseason tournament game versus Northwest Missouri State in just a little bit. Coach, I do want to open up the floor for you to talk about some of the role players, those that maybe don't get a lot of attention, but you and I both understand that in the MIAA you got to have some depth coming off that bench or else you could be in trouble. So when you take a look at your bench, what stands out about the, the unit coming off the on the floor for the starters every so often? Yeah, well, well since you gave me a, a 30 seconds here, I do want to also say our, we have a group of five or six players here that run our scout team um, every every game, and they have done an unbelievable job this year. Um, there's some young kids that, that haven't got a chance to get on the floor as much, but they have been vital, vital, vital to what we've been able to do. And so I'd be remiss if I didn't, if I didn't say that we have this, this roster that's large enough that allows us to practice against each other. Um, and that's been, that's been a special opportunity this year. And they're not going to get the awards or accolades or whatever, but they've been, they've been great. So, um, but as far as kind of the kids coming up off the bench, we, we kind of had a couple of really consistent players. Amaya Josie's been a transfer in from Coffeeville. Uh, she's from Arizona and, and plays kind of the three, four spot for us. Uh, has been able to shoot the three and, and provide a lot of length defensively. Uh, so that's been great. Um, Jordan Hecker has been a player that's kind of come on strong, um, uh, late where she didn't play a lot early in the season, but she kept working and, uh, she's a transfer from South Dakota, uh, from, uh, Colorado. And it's been, been really good for us uh, as far as scoring the basketball. We went to Emporia, and she had 30 the other night. So um, really kept us in that game. And then we, we've got some young kids. We've got three freshmen that are, are playing vital minutes right now. Um, two of them are actually international players. Um, one of them is from Spain, uh, Monica Redondo. Uh, and then, uh, well, we have a 4-5 kid named Val, uh, Valerino uh, Lucina. Um, and she's been awesome with the four five kind of backing up Brittany, which doesn't always mean a lot of minutes. Um, sometimes it's a few, sometimes it's a lot. They some foul trouble, but um, and then a, a freshman named Maya Perez from Dodge City, and uh, yeah. those three freshmen. It's just amazing how when you come in and you're a freshman, you got to kind of be able to weather the storm. But they've been able to get some minutes. So that was long winded, but the, the the role players there have done a great job of of uh, supporting it for sure. Well, come on. I, I, I made it so open-ended to where you can take it for the rest of the hour. I mean, come on. Yeah. That's exactly what I did. So there's no no apologies needed for, for being long-winded. There's there's no apologies needed. Coach, you take on Northwest Missouri State. It's the you know eight seed there in the MIAA. Your thoughts on Northwest Missouri State, the challenge there, and what have you seen for the MIAA here in the last couple of years with you being the head coach at Newman? Yeah. Um, Northwest Missouri State is talented. They've got a, you know, a sophomore in Molly Hardin that, that scores the ball really, really well and scores it in a variety of ways. And, and they're kind of <coughs> role players, shoot the three really well. Um, and so they've been able to kind of keep you off balance. Um, they have an inside-outside presence as well. Uh, and they're, they're very well coached. I think they finished sixth last year in the league and graduated a couple seniors. And so when we played them the first, though, we only played them once this year. When we played them at home, 
I think we were up one headed into the fourth quarter, and they ended up kind of winning the fourth quarter. And we ended up saying they had been there before, been in that must-win situation before. And I feel like we've now been there. We had about four or five must-win games that we wanted to get in the conference tournament. And so we're hoping that that newfound experience for us kind of pays off in a, in a situation like this. But, but they're talented, and, and we know the league is tough. I mean, they, they played a couple of the top-tier teams to – under five points, um, which means that really in this league anybody can win any night. Well, Coach, best of luck to you tomorrow. But uh, you know, I got to ask, what's the next step for Newman University? Because here you are getting a chance to go to the postseason tournament for the first time. Obviously, getting a win would, would certainly feel great. But how do you go about about building on this for two thousand? 23-24, I, I know that's probably not a great question to ask considering we still have this season to deal with, but I'm sure you understand coming up in the off season, as great as this is, it's not like you should be content with this type of taste. Instead, you want to go out and try to get more and more and more. Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing that we're, we're trying to focus on right now, obviously get through conference tournaments, see what we, we can make a run, but once that's over – trying to continue to help people understand that, that Newman women's basketball is on the rise and, and Newman athletics as a whole. And we joined the MIAA. We knew that was going to be a challenge. Um, but we're, we're trying to put our footprint here in Wichita. We think Wichita is a great place to support student-athletes. There's, there's obviously basketball, great great basketball city. Um, but then also you've got the, the, the necessary internship opportunities. And, and with your studies, you can get – hands-on training in Wichita. Um, and so we want this to be a place when we got the job, one of the things we said over and over was the greatest place in the world to play college basketball. Like we want that for Newman. Uh, we feel like Wichita and Newman as a university helps provide it. And so we, you know, we encourage people to come out to a game, game and check us out. Uh, come see what the environment is like. We had uh, you know, nearly a capacity gym on Saturday for that game against Central Oak. And so um, you know, big things are happening. We believe that. We have a four-year plan as we push this thing into the future. Uh, we want the Wichita community to know that we're, we're here to support them as well. Uh, we appreciate all the support that they've been giving us. All right, Coach. Thank you so much for your time. Congratulations. Best of luck to you tomorrow in Kansas City. Thanks, Pat. We appreciate it. Go Jets. That is Drew Johnson. Women's basketball coach at Newman here on the Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. MIAA tournament taking place tomorrow. Northwest Missouri State, Newman, Northwest Missouri State, the eight seed. For the first time ever, Newman getting a taste of postseason basketball in the conference. And it is a loaded, and I mean loaded, conference at the NCAA Division II ranks. Thank you so much to Coach for joining the show. Coming up in hour number two, Taylor Eldridge of the Wichita Eagle will talk Wichita State men's basketball in 14 minutes. Speaking of Wichita State men's basketball, Jack, let's fire up the phone lines. 316-669-4996. 316-669-4996. Wichita State taking on USF on Sunday. 1 o'clock tip not two one o'clock tip it's senior day we have a pair of tickets for you be caller number three at 316-669-4996 316-669-4996 
These are physical tickets. We'll write down your information. You'll have to come here to Riverfront Stadium to pick them up throughout the week. You have until Friday at about 5 o'clock. Be caller number three right now, Wichita State, USF, on Sunday, 1 o'clock tip, 316-669-4996. Up next, we wrap up hour number one, sneak in and a little bit of KU football talk. That's next here on The Pulse on ESPN Wichita. You're tuned into The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. You already know Eaton Roofing and Exteriors does roof repairs. It's right there in our name. But have you thought about what comes after the and? Exteriors. Eaton offers high-quality windows, doors, siding, and decks. Eaton Roofing and Exteriors. Here for the life of your home. Call 316-943-0600 or visit eatonroofing.com. Your Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Not only is it open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also a time you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. It's true for the typical family, switching to MediShare saves about 500 bucks a month, which is obviously huge for a lot of people. But what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate when compared to health insurance. Double. There are 400,000 members now. They've shared over four billion in medical bills so yeah they can handle your bills too and here's the thing if you join metashare complete right now before november 30th they will waive your new member fee so you're going to save even more metashare is the gold standard in healthcare sharing and joining right now makes a lot of sense again pay no new member fees if you join now and start enjoying great savings and a great way to handle your health care call now 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. According to a new national survey, most people prefer to stay in their homes as they age. In order to do so, and as their health care needs change, many will need at-home health care options to keep them healthy and keep them at home. Yet most adults age 50 and older have not considered the type of care they may need that would enable them to age at home. Now is the time to research the care you want while you're in good health. First, research the home care options available in your community. There may be government programs that can help, including PACE and LIFE, state-based Medicare programs. Talk to your family about your wishes and where you'd like to receive care. Keep talking with your doctor about your health and consider the finances of long-term care and the assistance programs available. Keeping seniors at home is a win-win for patients, doctors, and health care facilities. Receiving care at home has proven to result in a better quality of life and better health outcomes. This survey and message are sponsored by Cross Country Workforce Solutions Group, the nation's leading provider of in-home clinical and non-clinical care for aging seniors. Entrepreneurs Wanted, with over 25 years as a commercial real estate leader in Wichita. Occidental Management is proud to support entrepreneurs in the markets we live and work. One such business is Knox Numis, a wealth management advisory group. Our business moved to our new North Rock location, and they seamlessly guided us through the build-out of the space. We couldn't have asked for a better partner. We are committed to providing the best value and quality to the businesses we serve. To learn more, visit OCCMGMT.com or call Call 316-262-3331. Congratulations, Ed. 
He is going to see Wichita State take on USF on Sunday. One o'clock tip from Charles Coke Arena. Ed, we appreciate you listening. To those that called in and didn't win, don't you worry. I'll have another pair of tickets to give away in hour number two. That's how cool we are. This week, we are giving you multiple chances to win tickets to see Wichita State in person, whether that might be the men's basketball team or even the baseball team. We have some baseball tickets as well. So stay tuned. All week long, we'll be giving away stuff. I don't know. We're just in a good mood. Maybe because it's March or something. I don't know. No idea. But nonetheless, we're excited to hand out some more tickets coming up in hour number two. We're excited to visit with Taylor Eldridge of the Wichita Eagle, brought to you by You Build It. We're excited for some leftover audio from last night at 325. At 345, a Take-Two Tuesday should be a fun hour number two. Real quick, wanted to sneak this in here before we turn our attention to the second hour. So KU football, not too long ago, Lance Leipold gets this contract extension. You're thinking, hey, good move by Travis Goff. Travis Goff also said, you know what, we are going to upgrade our facilities. Long overdue for Kansas. Long overdue. Well, yesterday it was announced that Anderson Family Football Complex will soon undergo a significant renovation that will overhaul the program's existing locker room and weight room. The project will begin immediately following spring practice for the Jayhawks, with crews set to get to work on Monday, April 10th, on both the locker room and weight room. The upgrades to Anderson will be the first in a line of projects that will forever alter the KU football home at 11th in Mississippi. The area will be transformed by the University's Gateway Project at 11th and Mississippi Streets, an incredibly innovative remake of the stadium and surrounding area with mixed-use development that will drive student recruitment and economic development, along with providing Kansas football with a home that will be at the forefront of facilities nationally. Well, for Kansas, you better get that done because that is part of the contract for Lance Leipold. You need to get this thing rolling. If not, then, you know, excuse me. got to love it when you're talking and you have to sneeze. Because if you don't get it done, then, you know, that contract could be null and void, if I recall correctly, when we were talking about that not too long ago. So phase one coming. There's going to be phase two coming here before too long. Locker room is going to go to 8,000 square feet, which is up from just more than 6,000. So it's going to be bigger. It'll feature state-of-the-art lockers, custom cushion seats. Long overdue for Kansas. Now the next steps for KU, well, just take your time, but not take too much time. Because you do got to upgrade your facilities if you want to compete in today's day and age. Just the way it goes. Also saw, saw something regarding Allen Fieldhouse earlier today, but I think that's just rumors. So maybe an upgrade coming there to Allen Fieldhouse. Nonetheless, long overdue, about time. All right, that wraps up hour number one. Still to come, Taylor Eldridge with the Wichita Eagle. Leftovers, 
and we'll also have a Take Two Tuesday. Don't go anywhere. It's The Pulse on Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton.